For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Good morning. Welcome into the program. Happy Friday to you. You did it. You made it through the first work week of the new year, even though it was an abbreviated one. And even though really you're probably just getting started with your Friday. Hey, listen, I'm going to give you credit anyway. And uh, thank you to everybody who called in and tuned in and listened in and interacted with Jack Spillane yesterday as he was filling in for me. I got to hear a little bit of the show. Fantastic job. If you missed his interview uh, with his friend Mike Florio, who faced pancreatic cancer. I recommend checking out the podcast at WBSM.com, on the WBSM app, or wherever you get your podcasts from. So if you use Spotify or uh, Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts or any of those different services, and there's, there's a million of them, you'll find WBSM content on all of those. But the easiest way is always just to open up the WBSM app and play it right there. And so check that out if you haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. I haven't heard the whole thing in its entirety yet. I'll probably give it a listen over the weekend. But we were getting a lot of positive app chat messages and emails from people uh, thanking Jack for having him on. And um, I don't think Jack had a chance to see those, but I will share those all with him because it was a very powerful story. And also thank you to everybody that reached out to me and, you know, gave me happy birthday wishes. I Went over to a doctor's appointment. I had an early doctor's appointment. And then because I was right there anyway at the South Coast Health Medical Buildings on Fonts Corner Road, I had some breakfast, birthday breakfast over at Just Another Phoenix. And guess what they had on the menu? It's like they knew it was my birthday. They had the Boston cream stuffed French toast. So I had some of that and uh, went over to the RMV to renew my license. Everybody told me, like, you know, you can do this online. I was like, I know. But I wanted a new photo because I've lost a lot of weight since that last photo was taken. And I've never liked that photo anyway. It's when I was growing my beard out. And I look like somebody caught on surveillance video, you know, sneaking some rotisserie chickens into their sweatshirt at the supermarket. That, that really happened once. I know somebody that did that. But they, um, they they were very efficient. It's my first time going to the RMV in a little while. Obviously, you know, post-pandemic, things were still getting figured out. I renewed my registration a couple of years ago, and that was still kind of a bit of a chaotic system. 
But man, how how nice and efficient it was over at the New Bedford RMV yesterday. In and out. I mean, they had one little hiccup where the computers all froze up, but I mean, that's the RMV for you. But other than that, it was nice and smooth. So, got all the things done that I had to get done yesterday. So, thanks to Jack for filling in, and he'll be back in for me on the 19th. So, just so you're aware, the plan is on the 19th, Jack's going to fill in. Uh, Then on the 22nd, which I guess is the Monday, uh, Brian Thomas is going to fill in for me. And then we'll just kind of see from there when I can make it back in. I'm thinking it won't be too many days, but, you know, we'll see. Anyway, so one of the stories that came out yesterday, one of the bits of information that came out yesterday, by the way, if you want to address some of the topics that Jack talked about, I mean, again, I I didn't get to hear the whole show, but I heard bits and pieces of it. Um, But one thing that broke on Wednesday afternoon was we got that press release from the town of Fairhaven saying that the, you know, the term that the town used was the unsheltered families. The families uh, and the folks that were housed at the Seaport Resort and Marina, I didn't realize it had changed from the Seaport into the Seaport Resort, but it had. The Seaport Resort and Marina, they are moving on to another facility outside of town, and then that facility will no longer be used as an emergency shelter. So I've been trying to look into this a little bit more. I have some emails out to the to the folks that are in charge of this on the state end just to find out, like, is this going to be the plan at all of the places where they're utilizing for emergency shelters? Do they plan on cycling through different options so that you don't have... Because if you think about it, they moved in. We heard about it in September, but they moved in in October. So October, November, December, January, four months. I mean, I don't know exactly what date they'll be leaving on in January, but let's just let's just say it's similar. You know, if they are relocated this weekend, for example, you know, that would be about four months exactly. So is is that the plan to just, you know, for four months have them here, or are they going to more stable? housing for the future. I'm sure there are a lot of folks that say, I I don't care. All I care about is that they're leaving and that they're not going to be bringing more families in. They're not going to be bringing more migrants in. And I'm sure some folks would have the assumption, well, they're moving them from the seaport, but maybe they're going to put them in the Hampton Inn. But the town release stated clearly that they're being moved to a facility outside of town. I don't know that, you know, they're leaving the south coast. They could be going to New Bedford. They could be going to Dartmouth. In Dartmouth, they already had some migrants living there. Maybe they're moving them to Taunton, where they have some folks that have been staying. But this coming as Governor Healy is looking to drain a $700 million state escrow account in order to mitigate some of the costs because they're getting close to a billion dollars planned for the current fiscal year and for the next fiscal year for dealing with this. So she wants to tap that $700 million to help 
offset some of that. So I'll I'll let you know if I hear anything back on that. But obviously, you know, we put the story out. People are putting questions in the comments. Yes, we have those same questions. And we're working on trying to get you those answers. But, you know, we told you what we knew when we knew it. So if we get any more information, I will pass that on and share it with you. Uh, yesterday, a very interesting story came out that the city of New Bedford is now pursuing, they're starting the process, putting the plan in motion to have a statue dedicated to Herman Melville erected in the historic district. Obviously, Herman Melville brought a lot of notoriety to New Bedford with Moby Dick. The area that the statue would be in still has buildings that were standing when Herman Melville was here. He was someone who... I'm trying to... Yeah. I don't want to say glorify the city, um, romanticize the city. That's probably the word that I'm looking for, you know, um, kind of helped give it its, its mystique and its allure that it had at that time. So, yeah, I think romanticize is probably, and I would say the same for like finest kind. I know, you know, that there's some things that are involved in that story that people look at and they say, oh, yep. Yep, figures they have to make a movie about New Bedford. Got to have drugs in it. Spoiler alert, there's drugs in it. But really, I would say that that movie romanticizes New Bedford. Certainly romanticizes the fishing industry. But so the idea is that the statue would be erected to recognize and to honor Melville and what he did for New Bedford. And I think it's a great idea. Uh, it's going to be paid for with a mix of private and public funds. I don't think people get too upset with spending public money on things like statues. But they can also look and say, well, look at how many have been put up in recent years in New Bedford. We have the unveiling of the Frederick Douglass statue. There was the, the dedicated memorial for Tony Lopes. And then now there's going to be a veterans memorial at Clark's Point for those who served in post 9-11 conflicts. You know, we talked about that a few weeks ago. And I think that those are worthwhile things to pursue. That's why you have things like the Community Preservation Act, which if you remember, almost had a ballot question asking the citizens if they wanted to revoke that. Because as we discussed, there are some people who would rather not pay that. I think we figured it out too. It was like 
I forget the exact number, but it was between like sixty or ninety dollars a year. It was causing co- costing the average taxpayer in New Bedford for all the benefits of the CPA. And I get it. There are some people where every $60 or every $90 helps, but at the same time, there's a lot. It was something like $8 million in matching funds that that the state gave over the time since the CPA was enacted in New Bedford, which allows for things like playgrounds, parks, historic renovation, and statues. And I think if you drive around New Bedford and kind of take off your everyday blinders, the, 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 the blinders that you have on because you drive around every day and you are used to the landscape, you are used to the sights that you see driving around. So they kind of become background. But if you were coming in with fresh eyes and driving around and looking around, you'd say, wow, this is a city that recognizes its history and its citizens who have been a part of that history. There are a number of war memorials around the city. There are other memorials and statues around the city. There are historic plaques. And all of that contributes to a culture of pride, a culture of community. And when people visit and come from somewhere else, they look at that and they say, well, here's a city that invests in itself and in recognizing its history. And that can be something that is alluring to those who want to come here for you know, to move here, to vacation here, to study here. That unto itself is a an attractive quality. So I think having a Melville statue, while some might look at that and say, well, is that necessary? Does everybody not know about New Bedford and its connection to Moby Dick? Don't they talk about that enough when you're in the National Park or at Siemens Bethel or the Whaling Museum, doesn't that get covered enough? But it's a testament to the inspiration that the city gave to a person who wrote what is considered one of, if not the greatest novel of all time. And it will show that It's not just about one guy, not about one person, not about one book. It's about recognizing and fostering that spark of creativity. And at a time when the closing of the Star Store campus might have some artists that committed to New Bedford thinking to themselves, well, What is the future of the arts and creativity in New Bedford? This will solidify that New Bedford will forever be a place where it will spark inspiration. So I'm a fan of the idea. 
I think there's far worse things that communities can spend money on than a statue honoring a great author. I'll be interested in seeing what kind of designs people come up with. And, and if you have, if you are an artist that wants to pitch an idea, pitch a design, we have the story up at WBSM.com and on the app that has all the information about how you can send in your ideas. And they're looking for full-out proposals by February. They're looking for your design idea, your budget requirements, timetables, all that kind of information, uh, your portfolio. They're looking for all of that because it seems like they want to get this started sooner rather than later. So that perhaps, I don't know how long it takes to make a statue. But maybe by next year's Moby Dick Marathon, they're looking to unveil this. Or the year after. By the way, the Moby Dick Marathon is this weekend, if you want to go and check that out. The uh, Fun 107's Michael Rock will be one of the readers. If you want to get your own copy of Moby Dick and follow along, they have some great, great copies of it at uh, the Wailing Museum gift shop. You can get a, a paperback version that's easy to carry around with you. They also have, I, I got the nice hardcover version that they have. And you can take that with you and follow along as the readers are reading, or you can just grab it and go off on your own and read at your own pace. 508-996-0500. I've got to take a break here, but we'll be back in just a few moments. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. That is a number to call in and chime in. You can also send those app chat messages and open line voicemails on the WBSM app. And we'll talk a little bit coming up about the weather, about the storm that's supposed to be coming in this weekend, and what we can expect uh, here on the South Coast. And you're probably hearing a lot about you know what people are expecting around the Boston area and Providence area, but how much of that is actually going to get to us? We can discuss that coming up. But with all that in mind, with thinking about the weather, thinking about the snow, and not just this storm, but the potential for more storms over the winter, you may be worrying about your roof. And at Precision Window and Kitchen, they can help take that worry away. Because not only can they replace windows, not only can they remodel kitchens and bathrooms and replace entryway doors and do all kinds of other projects inside your home, they can also replace your roof. So if you think that your roof is perhaps ready for some sprucing up, if you think that there is some 
leaking happening, if you think that there are some missing shingles or some splitting at the seams or any of these things, or even if it's just been 20 years since you've had your roof worked on, that's usually a sure sign that it's probably time to call Precision Window and Kitchen and have them come out and take a look. You can stop by and talk with them in their showroom at 1111 Cushion Avenue in New Bedford, and they will show you all those great materials they can use, the the shingles that they get to work with and all those kind of things. But you can also go on their website and see it all at precisionwindowandkitchen.com. And while you're there, you can sign up for a free, no obligation estimate. Have them come out, take a look, and tell you exactly what you need. Again, that's precisionwindowandkitchen.com. Let's go now into the newsroom and get all the headlines of the day with Ariel Dorsey. Israel is announcing its plans for the future of Gaza after the war is over. Defense Minister Yov Gallant on Thursday outlined proposals for the future governance of Gaza and said Hamas would no longer run the territory and that Israel would retain security control. Security of State Antony Blinken is expected back in Israel this week. Former President Trump will appear in federal court next week to argue that he has presidential immunity. Trump and his lawyers will argue that he's immune from prosecution on charges that he tried to overturn the 2020 election because the charges are for actions he took while he was still president. ESPN and the NCAA have signed a new $920 million media rights deal. The eight-year contract is worth more than $115 million a year and is close to three times the annual value of the current deal. It goes into effect on September 1st and will cover rights to 40 NCAA championships. SpaceX is suing to stop a federal labor hearing over complaints by workers who say they were fired for criticizing CEO Elon Musk. The private space company filed a complaint in federal court Thursday claiming the hearing process violates the company's rights to a jury trial. The hearing has been set for March. And federal prosecutors are charging two men with scoring more than $8.5 million running a scam on vacation rental sites, Airbnb and Verbo. The U.S. Attorney's Office in Los Angeles said on Thursday that a 35-year-old man from Miami and a 34-year-old man from Denver are accused of a double-booking bait-and-switch scam. Florida police say they found a missing Ohio girl after she logged onto a video game in the home of her alleged kidnapper. Marion County Sheriff's deputies found the teenager Wednesday in the home of 31-year-old Thomas Ebersole after she logged onto World of Warcraft. Police say Ebersole drove to Ohio and brought the 16-year-old back to his home to eventually marry her. In sports, the Penguins snapped the Bruins' four-game winning streak with a 6-5 victory at TD Garden. Boston leads the Atlantic Division and will host the Tampa Bay Lightning tomorrow night. According to the Boston Herald, owner Robert Kraft and head coach Bill Belichick were split on the decision to remove Matt Patricia as Patriots' offensive coordinator. Patricia was responsible for coaching New England's offensive line in 2022, but also handled play-calling duties. The Pats are last in the AFC East at 4-12 and and will host the New York Jets in the Sunday afternoon season finale. And the Celtics head coach Joe Mazzulla was named the Eastern Conference Coach of the Month for December. This is the second time Mazzulla had been given the honor. The Celtics will host the Utah Jazz tonight at TD Garden. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC Good to be with you, everybody, on this Friday morning. It's cold. Bundle up.
the temperature feels like in the single digits for many under mostly clear skies. This afternoon, sunny, mid-30s, mostly clear, and 21 overnight tonight. Tomorrow, increasing clouds, temperatures in the upper 30s as we await the winter storm. We are now under a watch. Uncertainty, exact track, intensity we could be seeing from 6 to 12 inches of snow along some areas. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full 7-day forecast from the ABC6 Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station WBSM and get all of our content and breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. 1420 WBSM, as crystal clear as FM. Stream us on the WBSM app. And of course, that is snow from the album 12 Inches of Snow. And which, you know, back in those days, you got a 12 inch album. So, but uh, they, the, Ceci Del Carmen said, you know, we could get six to 12 inches in some areas. And I just want to point out that this is not one of those areas that they are currently predicting that for. They're saying that it could be, some models are predicting it could be three to six inches here, but that most models are predicting that it would be one to three inches. And I was just checking out the latest from the, I believe it was the Weather Channel. Basically what I'm doing is I'm, uh, I'm comparison shopping. I just go to all the different possible forecasts, whether it be Weather Channel, AccuWeather, uh, National Weather Service, uh, all the different Boston and Providence stations. I just go to all of them. And then whichever one has the least amount of snow coming our way, that's the one that I choose to believe. So I'm like, yep, yep, that sounds good. Wait, what? Uh, Weather Channel saying we're going to get a little bit less than an inch on Saturday night and a little bit less than an inch on Sunday. Yeah, I'll take that. But it is it is kind of early still to uh, to really know exactly what path it's going to take. We'll We'll have a clearer idea. Actually, you know, the week is flying by. It's Friday. How do, Shouldn't you have a clear idea by now? Shouldn't you know by now? Do you... I mean, listen, I, I'm not... I, I don't buy into a lot of the criticism that people have of the media where they say, oh, the media just fans the flames for ratings. Oh, the media just hypes things up. I, I don't think that that's the case. I think opinion-based media does. So I think you're, you know, you're, you're talking heads on CNN and Fox News after you know seven, eight o'clock at night. Yeah, they definitely do that kind of thing. But I don't think like local news is is hyping things up. But I do think when it comes to storms, meteorologists just get so excited. 
They're like, this is it. Our time to shine. Nobody cares when it's going to be a stretch of sunny days. You know, we're background noise at that point. Nobody even cares really when it's going to be rain. But they hear that S word. They hear snow coming and it's our time to shine. And so I think that it, you know, might get a little bit more hyped up. That's when you get those French toast storms. And I think that this is because we didn't have any real significant snow last year and because this is the first one of this season, you're going to hear a lot about it. And and to be fair, in other parts of Massachusetts and New England, it is going to be a big deal. But I don't think we have to worry too much about it here, at least based on what we are seeing. Of course, if that changes, stay tuned. We will always have the latest info for you. But I'm just taking a look around and doing that comparison shopping. I think we are looking at just a couple of inches, if that, probably not even plowable. And even if it was, it looks like the timing of it means that by the time you're getting up and going to work on Monday morning, it would all be cleared out. And then it's going to rain, wash it all away. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't fret too much about this particular storm, but I guess there's a rainstorm coming later on next week. They're, they're saying there should be a significant rainstorm so just keep that in mind because now we're getting to the point where some of that might freeze. All right, let's uh, take a couple co- couple phone calls here. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Oh, there we go. There we go. Now I can hear you. Okay, uh, I was going to say, like, uh, when I called back uh, the last time we were there, um, I was, had fell asleep, totally fell asleep, and my ears started ringing. And I picked up the phone to call back and know, you know, of course, five dollars a call. Thanks for not answering. But uh, I called back and um, you, you didn't ask the phone. So, uh, what was going on? Well, because because you, you have one phone call per show, Lamone. No, but that was that. That's only if you, you said. But that's what I have other times I've called with other added uh, uh, things, information or stuff to subjects and stuff you were talking about. Yeah, but we generally keep it to one per call, and you'd had one significant call already that day, and I was moving on to other topics. Well, you could have, well, I don't know why my ears are ringing. I'm going to come take the phone to call you. So that's what I did. Well, that's the next what was going on. Was I topic of conversation at that point in time? Well, do you remember what the point was you wanted to make now? You can you can, you can, can make it now. No. Oh, um, no, I just uh, was wondering that because it's like a, I just, it's impressive. one other thing. I thought you were going to, uh, to uh, throw in the song that I, I that is, as, a, as, as a mantra for everybody that I suggested everybody start the year out with. You know, Say La Vie. You yeah, know, that song by Robbie Neville. I thought it would be nice you throw it up, but no, not, not, not lately. I just thought my, I thought my pal would do well, that. Who, who am I, Casey Kasem? This is a talk show. It's not a, not a music request show. You played you played the Wu Tang Clan. If you could put them on the air, then you could definitely do that. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, fella. To be to be Here fair, when I play Wu Tang Clan, I play the instrumental version. I'm 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 safe with it. It's even still, you know, there's a lot of majority of their songs have a good. At least majority of the songs, the length of the songs, have you know, is, is, is radio radio eligible, you know. You know, there might be bits and pieces in there, you know, some old dirty bastards. Not well, and you're, you're going to get to see them during their residency out there, so. Yeah, it's been a while, too, so that's the man of things. I could tell you some tales, but I don't want to say it over the phone because I don't want everybody to be all jealous and, and hating and stuff like that. But another thing I want to say, how was your birthday? How was your birthday? What did you do? 
Um, no, just a regular day, really. I had some some breakfast at just another Phoenix after my doctor's appointment. Went to the RMV, came into work, and then went bowling afterwards with uh, for my league night, and that was it. Went home, went to bed. How's, how good of a bowler are you? How much you're not very good. I was I was uh, averaging one thirty seven, but I think I, or one forty seven, but I think I'm down a little bit now over the last couple of weeks. It's been a while for me since I bowled. Listen, only some like some mobile games bowling. So I was thinking, when I do come to visit, I'd like to try I know just another Phoenix. You know, that sounds awfully delicious. I will take you there. Um, and that, that's what I'm hoping to. And plus, there's um, a sister, Sketty. I think I talked to her on the on, online, on, like, on, on YouTube, you know, talking. I had so how do you know what I sound like? So I've heard you talk. So I think that was her. Well, she's, she, I can tell you she's been uh, checking you out on YouTube. She's been checking out Constipated and Sin City. So, Well, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, everybody needs to check it out. It's got a little something for everybody. You know, a little something for everybody. A little bit of a uh, uh, little Portuguese, a little bit of a Russian, a little bit of a Japanese, Chinese. You know, you know, even even a little Guatemalan put there. So, you know, it's all it's a little bit of everything for everybody. You know, like, right. if you want to do something really good and something that's scary, though, go to my evil playlist. There's only like five or six uh, videos on that. Go to that on, on my YouTube channel. That will give you something. That will give you a conversation to talk about all. Next all right. Time. Well, I will. I will check it out. I, I got to hold you there in the morning. I got some other callers. Okay. Sacked so are you up, doing? Are you not doing the uh, spooky South Coast? Nope. NFL. Saturday? NFL football tomorrow night. I feel like you guys are going to be. Oh yeah, you have one last game. So you know. So you guys better. You know, try to give him give uh, Belichick lots of love. I don't know if he's going to be there next year, but yeah, we'll uh, see. I mean, we're, we're hearing. We're hearing different stories. Some outlets are reporting he's staying. Some are reporting he's leaving. Some are reporting he's going to leave on his own volition. So we'll see what happens. Well, I guess if he's going to leave, like I guys, like I told you guys in September, way back in September 2019, that he was going that that that, that he's leaving. That uh, Tom Brady was going to leave. You guys better give me some love. That's, that's why we call you the Monstradamus. You guys take care, everybody. May the good Lord smile upon you. All right. And everyone, you, guys. you have a good weekend. Take care. You keep care, Playboy. All Give right. your folks a hug. For me. You see Will do. Okay. All right. That is, uh... Bye, Cece. Bye, Ariel. Uh, all right. That is uh, Laboda, Las Vegas. Okay. We got to move on. Let's go to the next call here. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. How does that guy have that much energy in the morning? I, I have no idea. He's He's been up all night, and yet he still doesn't have an off switch. It is literally three o'clock in the morning over there. Yep. <laughs> wow. 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 Anyway, uh, so you had a good birthday. I did. Thank you. Kind of like a normal birthday. Yeah, it's just a regular day for me. Yeah. I've, I've never made a big deal yeah. out of it. Nah. Yeah. Um, so I I'm calling up because I actually heard something interesting, and I guess the. Democrats are now saying that Donald Trump somehow took money from foreign governments now? Yeah, there's a committee that's investigating it, and they're saying it was uh, just under $8 million of money, but it wasn't It wasn't so much taking money from foreign governments as it was foreign governments renting rooms at his resorts during his presidency. Right, and, and the Democrats are making trying to equate this to what Biden did. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, it's a it's a bad look, and generally, it's it's been accepted that presidents don't, you know, operate their businesses and do business with foreign governments while they're president. But I don't think that this is necessarily 
you know, the, the smoking gun that they're making it out to be. Yeah, absolutely not. And, and Apologies here. They're, they're pumping the uh, 99s grease trap out here and while, while we're talking, so I apologize for the noise. Oh, I don't even hear it. It's all, it's all good. Um, yeah, it, this, is, this is why people get sick of party politics and they understand that it's really never about the American people and doing the American people's work. It's always about staying in power or getting the other party out of power. You know, it's, it's, it's disgusting, but yet the electorate will, st- even though they, they, they call in and they claim, you know, I hate the party, I hate party politics, and, you know, the political parties need to get out of here and, and, and you know, become a, a thing of the past, yet they'll consistently defend the one they're aligned with, even though they don't have an actual party designation mm-hmm. <clears throat> themselves. You know what I'm saying? It's just... It, it 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 just it doesn't it never moves the part it never moves the country forward. It's just about keeping the 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 party in power and just and it's always just a, a this or that. They they kind of do that Spider Man mean thing and they just look at each other and point. Mm-hmm. And it's all the same circle. It, it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. When I, I, I when I saw that, I was like, you got to be kidding me with with now the because they have to do a tip for tat. The Republicans did it. Now the, now the Democrats are doing it, and, and we're going to see what happens with, with their investigation. Well, I mean, and it really to, is, to it, be, it doesn't move the country forward. To be fair, the Democrats were, were doing this when Trump was still president, so they've been, they've been focusing on this since before Biden was in office. So, um, but the, sure. you, know, you, you pointed it out as being you know, trying to stay in power. I don't even think it's that deep. In a lot of these cases, it's more just a matter of just wanting to have a gotcha, you know, just wanting to have a, uh, right. you said something mean about our guy, so we're going to say something mean about your guy mentality. Right. And, 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 it's, and it's escalating even worse now where, you know, now they're trying to impeach Biden because the Democrats impeached Trump twice and that was a repercussion of, you know, they were trying to impeach Clinton and it's just now, it, and now they're going to impeach Biorcus and everybody's going to get impeached. Everybody's going to get impeached because they can't actually win elections or something like that. And I mean, what we're doing is we're you know what, I, you know what I haven't. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say what we're doing is we're setting this up now where impeachments are going to happen every single administration because now it's being used as a political tool. Right, it becomes uh, another distraction from doing the actual work of the people that elected them. And uh, another thing that I never hear anybody talking about that Lauren Boebert. Uh, congresswoman out of Colorado, you know the one, the really, the really pretty one that everybody's like, everybody goggles over, like, oh, she's she's a gorgeous woman. Lauren Boebert, she she's just a cackler out on the right um, in Colorado. Uh, the one that was caught getting groped on it at the Beetlejuice uh, little play thing. Uh, it turns out that she is going to get absolutely slaughtered in her old district, so she decided to leave. And now she's in another district, and she's going to run over there in a safe Republican district. This is, and and I hear nobody talking about it. I don't hear the right trying to defend it, and and lo- I'm sure locally in Colorado they're talking about it. But that's that's disgusting politics. You're going to lose because you're a, a crap candidate and a crap individual. So you decide rather than lose, you're going to move so you can stay in power. And she's literally moving to an absolute safe district probably an open seat so she can stay in Congress to get the perks, to get the pension, 
to get the the health insurance and all that because she probably can't make it in the private sector. And, and the, the the Democrats have have their issues. Obviously, you got the Democrats on the other side from uh, that that guy from New Jersey who wants to line his uh, his pockets and with, with Egyptian and Qatar money. Now, I I heard it. He, he was even the the foreign relations individual, the senator. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the guy but, who had gold bars in his house. Yeah, and why am I blanking on his name too? Mendez. Yes, yes, Menendez. Yes. I was like, it, I was like, it's a famous name, but not really the yeah, kind of Menendez connection you want to make. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. He's not related to the Menendez brothers. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's, it's both sides. Both sides of us have their filthy people. Um, and, and that's why partisan politics, like I'm an independent and I've been an independent for for, de- for over a decade now. And, and, and that's literally because say on a, on a, on a gun issue, I will side with the Republicans, but on an abortion issue, I'll side with the Democrats. But some people actually, and this is, this is where party politics actually becomes really dirty is they'll have a, a steadfast Republican or a steadfast Democrat on enroll so then they can go and vote in the party primary and vote for the for the for the weakest candidate. I've seen that happen firsthand, where a Republican will go in to and a Republican aligned, a former Republican will unenroll, go vote in the the Democrat primary, and vote for the the most ridiculous candidate. So that they get a little bit more power, so it's easier for their their other candidate, the Republican candidate they want to win, to win in the general election. I've seen it firsthand, you know. And, and this is why I don't think independent and, and it's, I don't think independent should should be able to vote in partisan politics. But then on the other hand, I do wish that they, you know, what I'm saying is, I don't know how to fix that problem because now it's, you're you're just kind of messing around with the the election. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, no, I get it. It's they 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 take the the Republican will go in unenroll vote in the Democrat primary for for us for a weak candidate, and I see it all the time. And this is why, getting back to my original point, partisan politics is about staying in power. It's not about actually doing the people's work, and it's absolutely disgusting. All right. Well, thank you for the call. I got to take a break here, but you you have a great day and I have can. a great have weekend. A and if you want to, if you want to call in five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred, but I've got to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. Three, you know, for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right. Well, we are just about out of time for this hour. We'll be back in the next hour with more of your phone calls at 508-996-0500. And you can also send in those app chat messages and open line voicemails on the WBSM app. Uh Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.